Hey everyone and welcome to the Drama Club. On today's episode, Steph tells me all about Heather Locklear and her brother snitching on her. Yep, and then May tells us about Blake Griffin's baby mama wanting to get paid for being a good girlfriend, as well <laughs> as Ewan McGregor's daughter having a legit Instagram. And then yes. uh, May gives us the long tale of Sean Penn and Madonna's marriage and a very heavily recorded incident one night, or heavily unrecorded <laughs> incident one night. And then we're going to end off with two quickies. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a little bit clumsy and Stacey Dash has a P.O. box in Watts. Stay tuned. <laughs> what up, fam? Feels good, right? Good, right? <laughs> yeah, I know it, dude. And without further ado... We broadcast live Welcome to episode three. <laughs> is it episode right? Is it episode three? Four? One? Yeah. No, three. BH, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, so what did I want to tell you, you about? To- oh, Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear. All right, what, what yes. happened to Miss Heather Locklear this week? So Miss Locklear had an eventful weekend. It looks like she was getting in some sort of fight with her mans. <laughs> and then her brother came home and they were, I guess, being physical a bit uh-huh. in, the, in their fight. So then her brother called the cops. Yo, <laughs> her brother called the cops on her? Like he called the cops to kind of like help the whole situation. But yeah, what ended up happening is like she was delir- like belligerent or whatever. Right. So then the cops started putting her like arresting her and she ended up kicking the cops. So then she got these charges. You know what? For I am not surprised because if you know anything about Heather Locklear, you know that like, you know what she was famous for? Like they used to call her the like the show savior, like when the show was doing badly, whether it was Dynasty or Melrose Place or Spin City or whatever, they would call Heather Locklear like she would come in season two, season three and start slapping people around. And next thing you know, they'd be like number one in the ratings. So like no way I didn't know that yeah that's why she made the big bucks like back in her day wow how about her brother her brother being the one <laughs> to rat her out white people <laughs> my brother would never do this to me right white people love snitching yeah. like that's their favorite oh yeah that's it yeah that's their favorite he pastime. was gonna leave a Yelp review but he called the <laughs> cops instead he was like this seems like a better she, she tried to call better it, he tried to call her manager but she doesn't have one because she's Heather Locklear so. <laughs> my god so then um she got arrested there's a really nasty mugshot of her going around where she looks fucked up. oh yeah yeah yeah. i saw i saw the mugshot you know and that's crazy because to me do you think of heather locklear as sort of um like a pamela anderson like she was yeah she was bomb in her day in her day yeah is she okay and when i was reading up a little bit on this story i noticed for the first time that she used to be married to the dude from bon jovi that's not Bon Jovi. Um, oh, for for fucking ever. And when I was reading the story, I realized that she's not married to him anymore. She was married to that motherfucker yes. for like twenty something years, I think. Really? Yeah. Like I didn't know that. Either. She's married to like what's the guy from U two that's not Bono? <laughs> <laughs> the Edge. I know who you're edge. talking. About. The Edge. She's married to the Edge of Bon Jovi. <laughs> of Bon Jovi. Yeah. So she got arrested, and then. Her mans, who she was getting into a fight with, like, hours later, got pulled over and got arrested for a DUI. Yo, he tried tried to drink the pain away. I get it. I get it. (laughs) 
And then um, I was trying to look up, like, who is this guy that she's dating? It's an old high school boyfriend. No. That she's macking on again. Way. Yes. Isn't that so sad? I was about to tell you that I thought he you were going to say he was, like, 21 years old. Like, I thought he was going to be a for sure, like, a little boy toy. No, he's an old high school boyfriend, and he was in jail for, like, two years. For what? Stalking Pamela Anderson? It was, like, fraud, fraud and theft or some shit. Mm. <laughs> Watch out, Heather. Uh-uh. I know, yeah, that's not going to end well. So, anyways, that was a hot topic this week. That, like, that blew up right on, like, Monday morning, so, you know, I was on my way to work oh, yeah. living. <laughs> For this Heather Locklear mugshot. I don't even know who the fuck Heather Locklear is. And I was like, hell yeah. Like first celebrity mugshot. First things first. Better than coffee. (laughs) You know what's oh, you know what's better than coffee? My my hot topic. Because you know I love a love triangle. Oh yeah, you do. All right. My uh my hot topic this week is Blake Griffin. First of all, I didn't know Blake Griffin had kids. I didn't know Blake Griffin had a had a baby mama. Yeah, me either. I was kind of surprised by that. I thought that he was just straight up single, young Yeah, dude. me too. Okay, wait, hold on. Do you think that Blake Griffin can get it? Mm, I don't think he's particularly attractive, but I did like him in that one Broad City episode he That's was That's what in. I was going to say. I forgot he was in that until I saw that episode recently. His body's kind of banging low-key. Yeah, and he was super funny and like goofy with himself. Like He could make fun of himself, and I like that. You know, I used to date a guy who shall remain nameless, who was friends with Blake Griffin. And like, Mm -hmm. he always used to talk about how funny, like it was weird. He would talk about how funny and like charming he was. Like he was his, he was his uh, man crush Monday, like, which was weird because he was his, his actual friend, you know, like, I love you, but I'm not talking about like how awesome you are. Like, (laughs) you know, like every five seconds. (laughs) Anyway, I wanted to read you a little bit of the statement that, his baby mama put out okay she says uh because she's asking for for palimony i don't i wonder how you feel about that but hold on let me get the statement out (laughs) (laughs) she says uh her lawyer says cameron was not just the mother of griffin's children and their caregiver she was also a constant support for griffin his personal assistant meal planner scheduler stylist publicist party planner cheerleader basketball and fitness consultant and more jesus yeah i don't know i mean like i i did read that earlier in the week when you sent it to me and i was like isn't this just being a good girlfriend like <laughs> is but okay, and I, what about basketball and fitness consultant is that part of your you know your duties as a good girlfriend no, I mean, like, what is that? That's so broad. And what does she even mean by that? He would talk to her about his strategies and she would like a good girlfriend or just friend, like discuss it with him and tell him like, oh, that sounds good. That doesn't sound good. I don't know. But, you know, I read a TMZ posted oh, his love letters to her <laughs> and he <laughs> oh, he calls himself Blakey because she she submitted it to the. That's really. Fucked but up. he says like, she's bitter. He says shit like I wouldn't be where I am without you. He. I, I get why she. It's why interesting she to hold that. those uh, gestures of love over someone's head oh, yeah. after it doesn't go For your sure. way, right? I don't really like that. Okay, but he, you know, he called off their wedding a week, one a week. week before they were scheduled to get married. Like, of course, she almost had it all. <laughs> she almost had it all. <laughs> she was, she was rolling in the deep. Are her kids gingers? Is he a ginger? Is he albino? I think he, he albino. Or albino. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, I think so. That's really interesting to me. I don't know why she would want that all out there. And she seems particularly hurt about the fact that he's dating Kendall Jenner. Right. I did not know that they were dating. 
That's so weird. I mean, I had heard the rumors, but I don't think it's ever actually been confirmed by either of them. But it's the kind of thing where they're always out together, always out to dinner together. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Once, once I found out about it, I saw like a million pictures of them at like fucking Nobu. Mr. Nice Guy yeah. or whatever the fuck. And then, okay, yeah. but then I also heard that they're on the rocks because he got traded to the Pistons. You know, Kendall Jenner's not trying uh, to go to Detroit. I can't go south of Wilshire, Blake. <laughs> I'm sorry, but everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes. <laughs> Minimum. Outs- outside of L.A., it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. He could have got traded to, like, Claremont, and she would have been like, no, this ain't happening. <laughs> Kendall Jenner has never been the Claremont. <laughs> she doesn't know what that is. I just found out what a Kendall Jenner was, TBH, so I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, those little baby Kardashians, Jenners, I don't really understand either of them, and what they're about so i try just not to pay attention so no same let's um i'm low-key a little bit mad at uh blake griffin for bringing them into my orbit right yeah (laughs) but he's a clipper so fucking no not anymore Uh, oh yeah he's a piston whatever then i really don't care (laughs) shit (laughs) i'm like kendall i'm with kendall jenner on this hey if you're out of la fuck we don't give a fuck blake get back with your girl We've got one last hot topic for you. We want to talk about Ewan McGregor. You like him, right? You're you're a I like him. I think he's attractive and a great actor. Train Spotting is one of my favorite movies also. Did you see the the sequel? No. I didn't even, I didn't even know it came out. Really? It's on cable. You should, I don't know. I haven't watched it, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really into sequels. Mm. Ooh, I love a good rom-com and my boy Ewan That's... is in this great one with Emily uh Blunt. It's called Salmon Fishing in the Yemen. Wait, hold on. It's called, That's not what it's called. It's called Salmon Fishing in the Yemen. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I've never, <laughs> I've never really been into him. I don't know what it is about him, but yeah. I don't, I don't fuck with a young Obi-Wan. I don't. Oh, really? Yeah. He's not my, he's not my thing, but yeah, no, he, uh, he's a good actor though. Definitely. Uh, oh yeah he's great so in case you guys don't know what we're talking about word on the street is that ewan mcgregor has been linked to his co-star what's her name mary elizabeth i don't know <laughs> mary elizabeth some young ass her name is mary elizabeth winstead winstead she's a lot younger than him right there you go winstead, winstead. yeah she's 32 he's 44 i believe something like that oh it's not that it's bad. not that bad um, oh. They start together in season three of Fargo, one of my fa- right. one of my favorite shows. Yes. That season I didn't particularly care for, even though I kind of like her. Have you seen her in anything? That's unfortunate because it ended his marriage. I know. <laughs> if your marriage is going to end, it better be over a fucking Oscar winning performance. Your 20-something plus year marriage. Your marriage, yeah. I did not realize they were together for that long. Me either. Did you hear that thing? Speaking of uh, if your marriage is going to end over something, th- there's a when I was looking up Vanessa Bryant after we talked last week. She shout said, out Vanessa Bryant <laughs> at Vanessa Bryant. Actually, the hilarious part is I feel like that's not her handle. <laughs> oh, it's not. No. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> I think it's like at VB twenty four or some shit. Anyway, oh shit. She says, of course it is. She said something about Kobe, like something about if you're not out here winning championships, then like. I'm not going to be with someone who's not winning championships. Why are you going to leave your family if you're not out here winning championships? So that's exactly what? Yep. That's exactly what you're saying about you and McGregor. Like, why risk it all if you're not, yeah. if it's not an Oscar worthy performance? Yeah, come on. And like, oh, I just, I feel so bad because 
Um, it turns out, so he leaves his wife for Mary Elizabeth, and then she turns around and dumps him. Who? Mary Elizabeth dumped Ewan McGregor. She did? Yeah. She No, I didn't know this. Allegedly, like she was like, I'm not trying to be a homewrecker. Like, fuck that. Too late, bitch. What? <laughs> oh man. Isn't that fucked up? Well, whatever. That's what he fucking gets. And okay, so this is what he's got kids and shit. You can't be stepping out on your wife. So I read this. It said, I didn't realize I didn't catch this because I wasn't like hip to his marital drama during the Golden Globes, but he he thanked his wife. He said, I want to take a moment to just thank you, to give a thank you to Eve, who always stood by me for 22 years, and my four children, Clara, Esther, Jemayan, and Anouk. And then later, he gives a shout out to his side, to his side chick. He says, Damn. he says, uh, there, the audacity he says, man. He says there wouldn't have been a Ray without Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And so the press, because you know, like the British press has no fucking shame. Like they, yeah. they asked her. Like us? Yeah, like us, exactly. We should be British journalists. Oh, I would die to be a British journalist. Are you fucking kidding me? Sign me up we would, with some fucking tea and a crumpet. I'm ready. We would get sued for slander so fucking quickly. Oh, that's true. Actually, no, never mind. That. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. yeah. So they asked the British press asked her what they thought about her speech. And uh, she said, no, I did not like his speech. Asked why. She replied, for the same reasons you're here asking me about it. I'm not going to say any more. Isn't that tight? Oh, damn. I love that she said yeah, that. Her. Shit, hell yeah. So that's awesome. While I was researching this story, I found out that his his daughter posted this weird like Instagram. His daughter is a like a singer songwriter, and she oh of course she posted a video on Instagram of a song that she wrote about this incident. Oh no! <laughs> These are some of the lyrics. I don't know how to forgive. I don't know if I can. Ruining me. Show me you're a man. Like, oh, I was like, oh, I was like, are you allowed to talk about your dad like that? <laughs> I was Come like, bae. this is fucking because I guess the pictures proving that he like the pictures of him kissing Mary Elizabeth came out on her birthday. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, so it was really fucked up. And she writes about, yeah, like that's part of the song. She was like, it's my birthday. What a great birthday present or whatever. So I was like, this is fucking stupid. This is gonna be hilarious. And I looked up the yeah. I looked up the in- the Instagram video. She's actually very talented. <laughs> oh, really? <Yeah. laughs> well, he's talented, so that doesn't surprise me. She has a lovely voice, and the song, the, the little song that she wrote, is actually very good. And I, I wanted to laugh at it so bad, and then I was just kind of laughing yeah, at myself like for being so angsty. cynical. Yeah, yeah. So you know how we all were as teenagers. You're like, I hate you, mom. <laughs> Uh, disciplining me if you want to look up if you want to look up her song it's yeah what's her uh, what's her handle it's at you and mcgregor's daughter <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is it's, it's at vanessa obi Wan girl <laughs> but if you want to do a little bit of homework uh go check it out i think it's it's actually it's good uh I, not to be cynical okay. like it's it's good so i have a treat for you guys Ooh, a treat <laughs> i don't know now that i said when the words treat came out of my mouth i'm kind of like oh i don't know if i want to call maybe it. not that one yeah, yeah i don't know if i want to call this a treat so i'm going to talk to you guys today um about something that it's a little bit heavy there's some domestic violence so trigger warning um thank you <laughs> you know I, as the good liberal that i am i have to give uh my snowflakes 
a, tr- a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is about um, Sean Penn and Madonna. Ooh, I forgot. <laughs> but but very specific, uh, mostly about like one specific night in their relationship that's pretty bad. Um, okay. It's a really weird and horrible story. And the way they talk about it in the, in the press later is very strange. And I'll get into that too. My body's ready. Okay, good. <laughs> so a lot of this I get from, I've, I've read a lot of, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Madonna stan. I've like read biographies and I've read a lot of articles talking about this. Uh, there's a really great article in Gawker, RIP, that kind <laughs> of aggregates a lot of, a lot of the, the articles to talk about this incident. So uh, if you want to read that, it's called Did Sean Penn Beat Up Madonna? An Archaeology of Hollywood's Most Explosive Rumor by J.K. Trotter. Oh, wow. And you know me, I like some context. I'm a context. Yeah. I'm a context whore. I'm a context. Actually, let me not belittle myself. I'm a context queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you I'm going to start by giving you a little bit of context about like who these people were. Okay. Are okay. they're not dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so Madonna Ciccone was born August 16th, 1958 in Detroit, Michigan to an extremely devout Catholic family. You and I know what that's about. Oh, yeah. I ate meat today on during Lent. Uh-oh. And it's a Friday. You're not supposed to eat meat. And oh, my God, the guilt. You were you were going to hell for sure. 100 oh, for sure. Yeah. But it was worth it. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, in 1963, when she was five years old, her mother died of cancer at only 30 years old. And Whoa. and if you're even like a casual Madonna fan, like, you know, that those are like the two big things that kind of influence her life and her art, being Catholic and losing her mother at such a young age. But then in 1966, so three years after the the death of her mother, her father married the family's housekeeper, and Madonna's relationship. Oh. <laughs> her Madonna's relationship <laughs> with him was uneasy for many years after that. Yeah, so she had an Arnold Schwarzenegger um, housewife type situation going on for sure, but much less successful. Like very, oh. <laughs> like very middle class, and and it gave her a lot of. Uh, in my eyes, it gave her a lot of daddy issues. Like it, right. is that is that controversial to say? Like, oh, uh, I don't know, but I just think like you know, it's not that person's fault that they have those kinds of issues, right? Right. Yeah, I think it's controversial when you say like someone has daddy issues and then you use that against them or like in an insulting way, you know, because it's not their fault. Right. It's not their fault. Right. And I can. But see I don't it. think saying daddy issues itself is messed up. Okay. Okay. Well, I think that. You know, I think it's clear that this kind of marked her and it made her relationship with men. It kind of definitely set the course for her relationship with men for a while. Right. So she gets a dance scholarship, a full ride to the University of Michigan. But she drops out in 1978 because she wants to move to New York because she wants to be a star. Okay. Uh, So here's a quote from her. She says, it was the first time I'd ever taken a plane, the first time I'd ever gotten in a taxi cab. I came here with $35 in my pocket. It was the bravest thing I'd ever done. Yeah, that's pretty fucking brave. That sounds like a panic attack to me for sure. But I can't do anything with $35 in my pocket. And I have like a credit card also. Oh, my God. That would freak me out. But $35 in 1978, that was like. Oh, is that like $2,000? That was like (laughs) $2,000. 
1978 in my head is like it costs a nickel to get a Big Mac and whatever. It maybe maybe it did. Big Macs are are too expensive. Big Macs are overpriced, low key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't start don't start that going down that path, mate. We don't want to make enemies out of Ronald McDonald. Fucking looks wild. I fucking love McDonald's. And it's such trash, and it's so good. Fuck Ronald McDonald. Uh, Fuck the fucking Hamburglar for sure. <laughs> oh no, don't no, don't slander the Hamburglar. That's my man. That sneaky motherfucker. I, I want to be Mrs. Hamburglar. What about that purple blob looking thing? The gremlin no wait what's that motherfucker's name grimace grimace fuck that guy for sure yeah fuck him he's the stuff of nightmares Uh, well but what i wanted to say about that quote do you think it's weird someone calling what they what they did brave Brave. yeah (laughs) yeah i mean you're tooting your own home horn for for sure sure. like i would understand saying oh it was the scariest thing i ever had to do right but Okay, whatever. It is brave, though. I'm not going to hold it against her. But yeah, she's totally tooting her own horn, Mm -hmm. which it's Madonna. She does that. Right, right. Exactly. Okay. So Madonna says that within a year of her move during a late night when she was returning from a rehearsal, a pair of men held her at knife point and forced her to perform oral sex. Madonna Madonna later commented that the episode was a taste of my weakness. It showed me that I could... that I could not save myself in spite of all the strong girl show. I could never forget it. Well, so, but oh, I don't know if that's a strong girl thing. I think anybody in that situation is going to feel horrible and scared. Gonna, and But I think like like what you were saying, like it's such a brave, badass thing to do to move somewhere new with $35 in your pocket. You're like, I'm such uh, a fucking badass. And then next thing you know, like something cuts you down. It's like, like nope, no, you ain't. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's life. And I think uh, that this starts like a weakness uh, or it starts a thing in her life where you see weakness being a theme um, where where she's like, you know, I I refuse to be weak and men in my life, business partners in my life also can't be weak. Oh, wow. You know, this is and that's this, good. I, I like that. This I kind of learned from some biographies uh, that I read of her. But like I saw her behind the music. Her, be- <laughs> Do you remember behind the music, by the way? Like, oh, how good was that? Of course, I remember behind the music. <laughs> Hell yeah. Her behind Does the music. V- I think VH1 Classic this. still plays it. Oh, they, they don't. Do? I think they do because they still also have like pop up video. Oh, that's my fucking jam. Yeah, those little fun facts. Yeah. Who the fuck doesn't like fun facts? Oh, uh, this uh, this podcast could have been called Fun Fact. <laughs> this podcast, yeah, for sure. This podcast could have been called Pop Up Video. <laughs> Just kidding. So in 1981, she signs a record deal with Sire Records, and in October 1982, she releases her first single called Everybody. Her second single is Burning Up. Her wow. third single is Holiday, and then wow. the rest is history because during, yeah. during this time, she becomes fucking huge. Yeah. Um, girls dress like her in every town in America. It's crazy. It's like it's like Beatlemania. So um, have we ha- we haven't had any... I was trying to think, have we had a phenomenon like that since then? Like, you don't see people dressing like pop stars, you know? Like... No, I mean, ooh. But also people don't have a whole look to them like she did at that time, you know? Right. That you could right. copy. Yeah, like, I mean, the the person that comes to mind with, like, a look like that, a crazy look, was Lady Gaga. But yeah, people didn't, like, emulate her. Right. You didn't see kids at the mall in meat dresses. Absolutely <laughs> not, yeah. That would be, the FDA would have had a fucking, <laughs> a day with that. Oh, my goodness. 
So finally, in November 1984, she releases her second album, Like a Virgin, and it sells 21 million copies. Hell yeah. And now she's on the cusp of legit being one of the, if not the biggest stars in the world at that time. Oh, yeah. uh, the first was single opera pre or post Madonna? That was about the same time. That sucks. It, it fucking sucks because they both cannot exist in the same place no, at the same time. No. I love like Britney and Christina. Cindy. I love oh, me too. Her, but uh, come on. Like, no, come on. No. So the first single off this album is, of course, Like a Virgin. And following mm-hmm. the VMAs, the very famous VMAs performance, she's. I know what you're talking about when she humps the flow. She humps the flow. Yeah. Um, her star continues the ri- to rise. So she's huge at this point, and Pope John Paul II, aka my grandma's favorite Pope, uh, <laughs> Mike too, JP two baby, JP two, RIP. He puts out he puts out a statement urging Catholics to boycott her and her music. Uh, so the second single off of that album is Material Girl, and on the set of that video shoot in February 1985, she meets actor Sean Penn. Is he in the Material Girl video? No, he's not. Oh, okay. No, he was just hanging out on set okay uh i think he was on set because his friend uh brother to julia roberts eric roberts is in that video oh okay so she meets sean penn and sean penn was born on august 16th 1960 in los angeles and into very minor hollywood royalty isn't that a funny phrase yeah (laughs) minor hollywood royalty well, I, I I added the I added the minor because his parents oh, okay. were in the because his parents were in the industry. I just hate that they call it Hollywood royalty. You know, the family of Polly Shore is what I would consider like <laughs> minor Hollywood minor. royalty. No, I'm just kidding. I is hate Andy that Dick. Is Andy Dick related to Polly Shore? I fucking hope they are because they're both <laughs> trash. I only think of Polly Shore as the parrot in Aladdin. No, that's Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, my bad. My bad. I do like Gilbert Godfrey. I don't <laughs> want to disrespect him. All right. So his father was Leo Penn, an actor and a director, and his mother is Eileen Ryan, an actress. Wow. Growing growing up, Sean made short films with friends from his neighborhood, including Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. So how bad do you think those movies are? Oh, like, horrible. They, they must be terrible. I'm sure no one's seen them, but like, I'm sure they're definitely of Sean Penn beating up Emilio oh, yeah. and, and Charlie Sheen disrespecting some girl that lived on their block. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, that made perfect sense in my head, man. That was good. Yeah. I can't believe they all grew up on the same block. What are the odds? Minor Hollywood royalty, baby. They okay, actually so lived on minor, minor Hollywood royalty drive. <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so his first really big movie role was in the 1982 movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I love that movie, and I love Spicoli. All right, so he's in the role of surfer stoner Jeff Spicoli. So Spicoli really becomes a big figure in in, popu- in popular culture, kind of like a Borat, but on a much smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's that thing where people are quoting his lines and doing impressions of him and stuff. Right. I bet people uh, dressed up as him for Halloween. Oh, I'm sure. And you yeah. know who you know who directed Fast Times? No. Amy Heckerling, who wrote and directed Clueless. Oh my god. Yeah. She's so underrated. She's incredible. Awesome. And you know, like people of our age, especially women of our age, I feel like Clueless was a big deal. Oh yeah, that was it. Right. And I think that Fast Times for 
for people at that time, it was it must have been fucking huge. I love Fast Times at Richmond High. The movie's hilarious. And I love um, this other movie that came out around the same time, which is not as famous, but it's called The Last American Virgin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's fucking good. Yeah, that one's really good. And it's like about it's like about kids that around the same age, I think, like high schoolers or whatever. Yeah. The 80s were a really great time for like uh, uh, high school coming of age films. Huh? Yeah. Sex, yeah. sex movies. Like, oh, yeah. Teen, that teen also. sex. Yeah. Kim Cattrall is in like one of the original Porkies. Yes. And yeah. she's getting down like in a gym or yeah. something. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know Should why I... Porkies is older than that, though. Right. It, That's yeah. Like... I think it's 70s. OK. Shout out to Kim Cattrall, though. That's my yeah. girl. Yeah, me too. She's. <laughs> are you, wait, are you are you taking sides in the Kim Cattrall, SJP? Um, not yet, but I'm I'm waiting to see what what happens, what pans out. That's, that's very sensible of you. Thank you. <laughs> you got to so, hear both sides. <laughs> got to hear both sides. Uh, so allegedly, his character popula- popularized the use of the term "dude." Ooh. So that fucking that pisses me off because I use "dude" a lot. I say "dude." too much sometimes in our group chat i notice like i've said dude like the last four things i've said i start with the word dude and i'm like geez what's wrong with me well like i do it too and same as you like i'll notice in my text i'll be like oh fuck but then ever since i read this thing about sean penn and spicoli being the origin of everybody using dude like i'm like i can't believe that something that i say is, Let's not do that with everything because everything we say and do is probably linked back to some horrible thing. Some, yeah, that's true. Good. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, dude, feel better about yourself. Don't worry, dude. It's all good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But Sean was desperate to be taken seriously as an actor, and he started to resent people seeing him as Piccoli. So this frustration, coupled with his general assholery, <laughs> leads him to constantly getting into fights i'm talking like he's beating up extras on set beating up paparazzi beating up his co-stars etc etc so he has like a chip on his shoulder oh yeah yeah yeah. and and i think part of it is because his parents are in the industry and like they're you know kind of famous yeah so already it's like mommy and daddy got you in right yeah so yeah exactly so his next films were departures from the Spicoli character. And in 1983, his acting in the film Bad Boys earned him really great reviews. I haven't seen that movie. Have you? No, no. I immediately thought of the Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, Lawrence. yeah that's the only Bad Boys that matters in my life. <laughs> Not that one. But anyway, um, <laughs> his acting in the film Bad Boys earned him really great reviews. And people began to see him as capable of more than just Spicoli. Uh, fun fact, in 1984, he was engaged to actress Elizabeth McGovern, a.k.a. the mom from Downton Abbey. Whoa, that is a fun fact. See, we are pop-up video. Uh, pop-up video. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it sound every time the fucking thing pops up? Bloop. It's like, it's like something falling in a cup gonna, of water. I'm going to find that sound effect and like randomly yeah. drop it into this podcast from time to time. <laughs> Bloop. Okay. Uh, so after meeting on Material Girl, Sean and Madonna start dating, and it's a whirlwind romance. The press fucking loves it because at the time, here's this young, up and coming actor, a quote unquote bad boy who's just starting to get recognized as a real artist, and Madonna, the biggest thing in music at the moment, who's only getting bigger and bigger by the minute. So for the press, it's a match made in heaven. Right. I don't, by the way, 
to any young woman, anytime anything feels like a whirlwind romance, just get yeah. the fuck out of there. That is just not realistic. Right. Well, okay. This is my... I, I'm not so... I I understand the whirlwind romance. Yeah. I, I, I get I get how that can happen. But my issue with that is like the fucking idea of a bad boy. Like, uh. I, I hate the idea of a bad boy. I don't understand how... I don't understand women that are into that. Like me either. Or like somebody up. that you're gonna fix, quote unquote. Yeah. Just yeah, cause a guy just cause a guy wears a leather jacket and is cold and distant doesn't mean you have to conquer him like he's fucking Mount Everest. I no. gotta tell you, if what you're into is the look, get yourself a cute, nice boy and buy that motherfucker a leather jacket. Get you a nice boy. I love nice boys. Yeah, me too. Right? Halal is a really nice guy. Oh, he's so nice. He's the best husband. I does gotta tell a, you. Does he have a leather jacket? No, but I'm fucking going on Amazon <laughs> right now and buying him one. <laughs> have you ever seen a bad boy eating soup? Like, get you, get you, a, <laughs> get you a nice boy that eats soup. Trust me. Oh, well, trust, <laughs> trust me. Nice boys like soup. Yeah, it's comforting. Who doesn't like soup? An appreciation of a nice broccoli cheddar or a French onion. That, oh. shit goes a, that shit goes a long way. Hell yeah. And then buy it's your cool. own leather jacket. Exactly. Right? Go to John, I know, go to John Varvatos. Put a little oh. bit of money into it. You're going to yes. really get, you're going to finesse the shit out of that good guy. Dude, and you'll be happy. My mom buys my dad so much John Varvatos. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah so it. much. It. It's right. sexy. It's re- I mean, I get the appeal of that look, but you mm-hmm. don't have to, like, necessarily, you know. Right. That's not what's important. <laughs> it's not what's important. <laughs> no, and I get the whirlwind romance, like you said, too, but that's more, I feel like that's really an adolescent type thing. It sure is, yeah. And how old was she at this time? I think she was maybe, like, 25, 26. All right, so she's still pretty young. She's pretty, but not not that young. Yeah, <laughs> not that young. And also, I feel like she's fucking smart. Like yeah. she got, she gets a full ride to uh, University of Michigan. Like she's fucking smart. Like she should know better. Okay. Anyway, like there could be a meme uh, with like a black and white picture of a couple, and it's like she was smartest girl until she met him. Until him, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of smart girls are dumb for men. That shit happens all the time. And I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to victim blame her, but. 100 percent. you're 100 percent right yeah um and i think a lot of it goes back to like her the daddy, daddy issues yeah that's like the, thing. The, the being raped like right when she got to new york yeah. and, you know so they become the it couple i love Meanwhile, an it couple <laughs> <I do. laughs> who's the it couple of the moment uh right now i don't know i can only think of like divorced couples right now I'm only uh, the only one that comes to mind is Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Oh, are they, they are the like ish couple? I think Kim and Kanye too are still. Oh yeah, couple. yeah, maybe. Um, I feel like People Magazine and Us Weekly really tried to make Gwen and Blake oh. a shit an it couple, and they are not a fucking it couple. Oh my god, I hate that couple I know. so much. I, it's making me. Uh, it's making me really not like not Gwen. Right? Like Gwen. Yes, yeah, dude, and it hurts. It. That hurts my fucking soul. Yeah, because I've she... loved Gwen since I was like fucking ten years old, and yeah, first, exactly. Like No Doubt, uh, not the first No Doubt album, but the one, but uh, the second one, Tragic Tragi- Kingdom. Tragic Kingdom came out. Yeah, yeah, that was the first CD I ever bought. Oh, me too. Yeah, you know where I got it from? I got it from like Columbia House. You know, where I you got would mine get, from like... Warehouse Music. Do you remember that? Oh, oh I remember Warehouse. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, well, fuck you, Blake Shelton, for making me. <laughs> fucking hate Gwen Stefani. <laughs> anyway, 
So meanwhile, uh, Sean is still acting out, constantly beating up paparazzi. And Madonna, like, she kind of loves that attention. Mm. She, she's of the mindset that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Oh. Do you think that's true? No, because like... Was that ever true? No. And like recently, like my family always talks about the fucking Ball Brothers and how mm-hmm. their dad is always in the press and they're like, well, they're always in the press. Like, you know, you're always talking about them, but you're always talking about how you fucking hate them. Yeah. So is that good? Like, is you know what? I feel like there was a time when that was true. Maybe. Yeah, maybe back then. But now, like, it's so easy to access, like, the people that you actually like, like, with Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. exactly. You could just ignore people that annoy you. Right. Oh, for sure. I feel like, oh, God, if they they were coming up as a couple today, like, oh, I feel like they would be torn apart. Anyway, um, also during this time, she pressures him into finding movie roles for them to do together because she's dying to be a movie star. Oh, then, in July 1985, Penthouse and Playboy magazines publish a number of nude photos of Madonna taken in New York in 1978. She had posed for these photographs as she needed money at the time and was paid as little as $25 a session. Oh, my God. The publication of the photos caused a media uproar, but Madonna remained unapologetic and defiant. The photographs were ultimately sold for up to $100,000. That's fucked up. Can she, like, sue to get part of that profit? I mean, like, I know she probably can't anymore, but... Right, but at that time, I'm sure she could have. Yeah. Because, like, you have to... Like, all the celebrities that have their sex tapes... Their sex tapes? Leaked, allegedly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They then go and sue and they get part of the profits, right? Right. I'm sure she could have, but I think, like, remember that she was also kind of like any, like, bad publicity is good publicity. Uh... Like, I think she was like, whatever. Yeah. So Sean, of course, is very possessive and hates this. Mm -hmm. And he especially hates that she seemingly doesn't give a fuck and just rolled with it. Mm -hmm. So he gets obsessed with guns. Jesus. And and starts randomly shooting them from time to time in their backyard to let off steam. If anything was a bad sign. God, like she still she she doesn't see those red flags, you know, fucking kidding me. Right. And like and again, not to victim blame her, but like this motherfucker is like shooting guns in your backyard because he's mad at you. Yeah, No, get the fuck away from that guy. Fly the fuck far away from that fool. Right. So um, they get married at their home in Malibu on her birthday in August 1985. And some of the biggest stars in the world show up. This was like Hollywood's version of Princess Diana, Prince Charles getting married because like anyone who was anyone was there. It was a huge event and a huge story. Throughout the whole ceremony, helicopters fly overhead, so much so that no one can even hear the vows. Oh, that's really sad. So Sean goes inside, Uh-oh. gets his rifle, oh my and, God. Start, and starts shooting his rifle up at the helicopters. Yes. This is how you want your new husband to be acting. <laughs> Ex- right. Okay. So Madonna, by all accounts, is screaming at him to stop being so crazy. What's the big deal, Sean? She said, leave them. Reports said that guests who included Andy Warhol and Cher looked on amazed. Oh, my God. Now, you what know, a great, Cher. Like, yes. <laughs> Cher must have been fucking dragging them during the reception, right? Also, like, <laughs> if anybody ever talked about my wedding 20 years later and just, like, handpicked two random guests, 
fucking Cher and Andy Warhol. Cher and Andy Warhol. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? That's amazing. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I would give anything to hear the shade that Cher was throwing at them during that reception. Oh, me too. I would have given anything to see Andy Warhol's wig at that reception. You, you'd give anything? Okay, I've got, I've got a surprise for you. Ooh. And I'm sending you a picture of Andy Warhol. Oh, my God. Is that Keith Haring? That is Keith Haring. That is Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. That's Steve Rubel. Steve Rubel, who, who, by the way, is the is the owner of or was the owner of Studio 54. Uh, yeah. Who's if you saw 54, a great movie, by the way, um, he's like a closeted gay guy. And you see that person who looks like maybe they're doing coke or and or yes. and or poppers in the back of that limo with Andy Warhol, Keith Haring and Steve Rubel. Please tell me who is it? That's Tom Cruise. Are you fucking kidding me? That's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise with three gay men in the back of a limo. Oh, interesting. Perhaps doing cocaina. Um, <laughs> presumably, me. presumably in... No, May, what did I tell you about <laughs> making enemies out of everyone? Presumably in Sean and Madonna's backyard. I just, uh, come on. Who wouldn't? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, True. I mean, you're lame as fuck if like Keith Haring, Andy Warhol and uh, Studio 54 homeboy are like, hey, you want to come ride with us real fast? And you don't know who the fuck they are. Just jump in. Just, just be like, jump yeah. in. Absolutely. I want wherever you three are going. I want to go. Especially if you're in Top Gun that year or whatever. Like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel the need. <laughs> the need for speed. And poppers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So their first year of marriage is relatively happy. Her 1986 album, True Blue, is named after Penn's favorite expression. And in the album's liner notes, Madonna wrote, quote, this is dedicated to my husband, the coolest guy in the universe. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. Shout out Natalie and Bruglia. I'm torn about that because I hate it so, so much. But I also love yeah. it because it's adorable. But no, maybe but, it's not adorable. I immediately go back to hating how corny it is. <laughs> Puppies are adorable. You, you're right. You're right. It's corny. Yeah. And True Blue also, I think, is her corniest album. So whatever. <laughs> what, uh, what songs are on that? True Blue. Um, uh, that's the most famous song from that album. It's oh, bad. perfect. Then, yeah, it sucks. Okay. Uh, so... A year later, they start shooting the film Shanghai Surprise together. Mm -hmm. Now, remember that Sean's whole deal is that he wants to be taken seriously as an artist and an actor or whatever. Right. That might be why he invited all those guys to his Right? Wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, on the set of this horrible, horrendous movie, which if you haven't seen it, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> tensions are really high. And it wait, was, wait. Do you think that Sean Penn tried to commission Andy Warhol's live action Campbell's Soup <laughs> silent film? <laughs> he was definitely in that. He opens it with like he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was so desperate to be taken seriously. Yeah, and he and as we established, only good boys eat soup. So like, oh, he, was, he was trying to like change his image. <laughs> it was a stretch for him really to eat that soup. <laughs> and so, everybody thought it was noodle but it was actually cream of fucking cream celery of, cream of asparagus is that one yeah. is that a campbell soup okay um, anyway sorry sorry to interrupt you all right so tensions are really high on the set of shanghai surprise 
Mm-hmm. And it was there that Penn, by his own admission, assaulted Lionel Barallo after the photographer snapped a picture of Madonna in Macau. Penn described how, after entering his hotel, someone, quote, lunged at him. So, oh. <laughs> with the age of his bodyguard slash kickboxing coach, which is the weirdest combo description. Okay, mm-hmm. but anyway, Penn, quote, grabbed the guy and ran him through the room to the balcony and hung him over on the ninth floor. What? Yeah. Holy shit. That's like attempted murder, no? Yeah. So uh, Penn claims he then realized the man was a photographer as if that fucking makes a difference. Yeah, like, what? Oh, oh, my bad. You're a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he let him go and was thrown into a Macau jail cell. When he noticed that the cell door was open, he fled with his bodyguard and escaped Macau. The country later pardoned him, he claims. White, wow. White fucking cl- privilege. Am I oh, right? Yeah. Ladies? Oh, yeah. yeah. So the film crew labels them the poison pens. Yeah. Uh, Sean starts to think that Madonna's love of the limelight and attention seeking is immature, which. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Didn't uh, you fucking know that when you married her? Yeah. Avi. Uh, and she starts to think that his lack of impulse control is weak. What the fuck? What do you mean you started to think that now? Right. Like you fucking knew this when you of got course. into it. Of course. And. But and you know if there's one thing that we know that she's not going to put up with it's fucking weakness, right? Um, right. So the movie flops because it's straight trash, <laughs> and <laughs> and everything about it gets horrible reviews, including Sean's performance. Uh, so Sean Sean starts to take things out on her in both public and private. Uh oh. And there's reports during this time of him getting drunk and embarrassing her in front of their friends because of because like a random man will start to talk to her while they're out at a nightclub and stuff you know okay it's, it's starting to get kind of bad yeah so once in june 1987 he allegedly caused her to be hospitalized at cedar sinai after hitting her across the head with a baseball bat what yes oh my god Th- he's really dangerous he's really dangerous yeah that's insane he has no self-control but madonna who remained protective of her husband refused to press charges since penn was already facing 60 days in jail for assaulting a film extra oh okay right okay this is the man you want to protect then (laughs) yeah this piece of shit okay so he continues to be super jealous which sucks because she obviously she fucking loves attention particularly male attention right and she kind of starts checking out of the marriage and they separate. Okay. Uh, so how long were they married before they separated? Like a year and a half, two years. Okay. Okay. So she starts messing with him by making a big show of her friendship with Sandra Bernhardt in the media and constantly teasing that they were more than friends. So it, <sighs> God damn it, it. <laughs> it really does get to Sean and he gets furious about it. Yeah. Uh, which is what she fucking wanted. That's, that's exactly what she wanted. Why? Why are you going to play those games? Especially with someone so clearly unstable and so... Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, the coolest guy I know. <laughs> <sighs> she wrote that if, with like a Lisa Frank gel pen. <laughs> with a sticker? <laughs> yeah. The unicorn sticker? sticker? Yeah. Okay. Um, so also, Madonna doesn't want to give up her dream of being a movie star. And she's doing whatever it takes to make that happen. So when she meets Warren Beatty, they start to talk about um, her possibly starring in Dick Tracy, uh, and then in the pr- in the press, there's talk of them hooking up, which probably obviously that right. that turned that turned out to be true. Yeah. Um, 
And when word reaches him for Sean, that's the last straw. <laughs> so now, so now uh, let's cut to the night of uh, or the afternoon of December 28th, 1988. So now it, things are going to start to get pretty bad. Okay. Uh, okay. According to a police report filed by Madonna, Penn scaled the wall of their Malibu home that afternoon, found Madonna alone in her bedroom and took and told her that he owned her quote lock stock and barrel. What when what is she told it's just like I fucking own you. Like oh, okay. I I own every piece of you. I don't understand these white terms. Lock stock and barrel? <laughs> the fuck is a barrel? I own uh, you uh, Gala Yoya. That's exactly that's exactly what it is. is that what I mean? So uh when she told him that she was leaving the house, so I imagine he was like, you know, like, I own you, bitch. And she was like, oh, I'm getting out of here, right? Yeah, thank you for that uh, hood analysis right there, May. I really need that. <laughs> thank you. I had, those are the subtitles. Yeah, I, I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> he, so he, tries, he tried to bind her hands with an electric lamp cord and some twine. Uh, screaming and afraid, Madonna fled from the room, from the bedroom. So... What followed was a nine-hour ordeal, which left her deeply shaken. And I say nine-hour because that's the time period that most people cite. But I've read that it that the actual event could have taken place like over the course of a few days. Oh my god! Um, so Penn chased her into the living room, caught her, gagged her, and bound her to a chair with heavy twine. Oh my god! Then he threatened to shave her hair off. So keep in mind that he's remember, he's super into guns. So right. there's there's a ton of guns in the house, which must have been fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Right? You must be thinking I'm going to die for sure. I'm going to die tonight for sure. Right. Yeah. OK, so according to the police report, Penn was drinking liquor straight from the bottle and the abuse went on for several hours, during which time he smacked and roughed up his victim. He went out to buy more alcohol, leaving Madonna bound and gagged. Some hours later, he returned and continued his attacks. Madonna said that he untied her after she agreed to perform a degrading sex act on him. Whoa. She, she then fled the house and ran to her car. So uh, Penn ran after her and was banging on the windows of her 1957 Thunderbird, a gift from Sean for her 28th birthday, uh, while she spoke to the police on her mobile phone. And not to take away from how serious this incident is, but how sick do you think that car was? Oh, yeah. Probably fucking amazing. <laughs> and how big do you think that phone was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the ones with the suitcase attached. Oh, yeah. Zach Morris was attached to it for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um so 15 minutes later after speeding down pch she staggered into the sheriff's office lieutenant bill mcsweeney said quote i hardly recognized her as madonna she was weeping she was bleeding and she had obviously been struck oh my god Penn was taken away in handcuffs and charged with inflicting corporal injury and traumatic conditions on her as well as committing battery what what is that that's not doesn't seem like enough it's not right. No. How about attempted murder and fucking false imprisonment or some shit? The fuck? Hold up. A week later, Madonna called her lawyers and told them to file divorce papers. Yet she also told Dep Deputy District Attorney Lauren Weiss she wished to withdraw the assault charges against her husband. No. Yeah. What the fuck? So so that's the end of uh, the discussion of that night. 
but then in the documentary uh or that few days whatever it was in the documentary truth or dare which i highly highly recommend if you're a fan of documentaries uh released in 1991 during a game of truth or dare madonna calls sean the love of her life no right so like a, this is this is a couple years later she's presumably had time to like you know grieve and get over it and get over it deprogram herself i read this whatever. study or Howell showed me this study like some psychiatrists did a study and uh, it usually takes the average person uh a year and six months to get over a relationship no matter what the length of the relationship whoa yeah, even no if, way yeah, even if you've been like married 15 years or whatever a year and six months that's crazy that's interesting right that's right. a see bloop <laughs> 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 pop up, pop up. This is gonna pop up during the uh, the video for True Blue. Oh man. <laughs> okay, so so it gets kind of weird. The story is weird after this because um, the first account of the alleged incident emerged in January nineteen or January eighth, nineteen eighty nine, um, in the People, a Sunday tabloid paper published in uh, Trinity Mirror, the largest media conglomerate in Britain, and. Uh, their front page headline said Madonna found bound and gagged. Oh, and then and then the article begins: sexy pop star Madonna spent the spent New Year's Eve trussed up like a turkey after being cruelly battered by her drunken bully boy husband Sean Penn. The terrified singer was beaten, gagged, strapped to an armchair with flex, and left for nine hours. Isn't that disgusting? How they how they Braid reported that? that? Yeah, that's fucking horrible. Trash, right? Yeah, what? It's fucking trash. Fucking trash journalists. It's, it's not fucking cute. Yeah. Like he's not a bu- bully boy, Sean Penn, yeah. sexy pop star. Oh, no, he's a, a fucking threat and a criminal. He's a monster, yeah. right? Okay. So between her and Penn, Madonna was the first party to acknowledge the incident during an, an extended interview with journalist Bill Zemi for the March 23rd, 1989 issue of Rolling Stone. Hmm. This is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so uh, Zemi says... How accurate are the tabloid tales of your night of terror, the nine hours in bondage? Madonna, extremely, extremely inaccurate, as they usually are. They made it all up, but I expect it. They're always making shit up. I've completely reconciled myself to that fact. Shortly thereafter, Zemi pressed Madonna about the police report she filed with the Malibu sheriff. Zemi, but you did file and later drop charges with the Malibu police, right? Madonna, pauses. I understand your position. People want to hear the dirt, but this is not really anything I want to talk about here. It's totally unfair to Sean, too. I have great respect for him. It's like most what? relationships that fail. It's not one thing. It's many things that go on over a period of time. What the fuck? Right? Isn't this fucking weird? Yeah, I feel bad for her. What is that? I feel... Uh, so she's, she's saying that everything was made up by the tabloids, but at the same time, like, she doesn't deny that she filed a, a police report. Right, because she can't, because right? the facts are the facts. She, she can't. Yeah. Right. So the rumors are, like, in limo. They're up in the air. Right. Um, so then... Uh, fuck? I'm sorry, but, like, it's just so astounding to me that somebody who was so, right, quote-unquote, brave and, like, yeah. determined to make her career happen actually fucking made that career happen for herself and then still determined to make it into movies and then did make it into movies. Like, yeah. you're so personally successful and you're so strong and driven. And then why do you protect this man who's a monster? It's abuse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, totally. It's horrible and it's terrible, but this happens every fucking day. She's under his spell. Right. 
Um, so they interviewed the guy. Also, maybe she's scared of him. Low key, I'm scared of that. We be talking. Think yeah, so? fuck, I think. Why are we talking so much shit about Sean Penn? This motherfucker. <laughs> get us. So okay, remember remember the cop who says like he could barely recognize her when she staggered into the police right. station. Right. That's Lieutenant McSweeney. Uh-huh. So he was interviewed, and he would not specify the sexual offenses Penn inflicted upon her, other than to say, "quote It was a unique, specific type of violence." Mm-hmm. He, d- he did indicate that it was an act where California law is constructed to protect the privacy of victims. And under Deering's penal code, there are uh, oral copulation, penetration by any foreign object, sodomy, and rape. Oh, man. And, and she was held captive for nine hours or four days, depending on which account you accept. But McSweeney offered this view. It was all over. By the time we got there, the act had been completed. It was a serious manner. I'm sorry. It was a serious matter. It was something that if prosecuted would have had great implications. It was fully explained to her what charges she could bring. Wow. So so that was probably like they told her, listen, like if you want if you're gonna file charges this is what's gonna happen to him. I wonder why they would even right. say that to her. It was it, remember this is the late eighties. Yeah. You know? It was uh, but then you know, it was fucked up because um they talk about how at that time and I don't know if this is still true and like this fucked with my brain when i read it pen could not as madonna's husband have legally raped her are you fucking kidding me so mcsweeney indicated that he would have been charged with one or more of the three other offenses probably right i don't i don't want to consider what happened to her well oh it's ugly that's awful um Sean Penn finally addressed the incident during an interview published in the November 1991 issue of Playboy, where he confirmed that some kind of incident occurred but rebutted the rumors surrounding it. Playboy, we have to ask, so help us out. What about the biggest rumor, that Sean Penn tied up Madonna for nine hours thing? Penn, don't forget the rest of it, and dressed her up like a turkey. After I read that stuff... I thought long and hard about what one would have to do to dress someone up like a turkey, and I nailed it. I figured you've got to get out the Playtex glove, glow it up, blow it up, and put the glove over her head. Laughs. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. what the f- Why the fuck is he laughing? Deflect. Okay. Deflect. Playboy. Playboy. Is any of it true? Pen. I was looking at locations in Vancouver when I read about it. And at that point, it was a welcome fantasy. It was also a great disappointment to some of my acquaintances to tell them it hadn't mm, occurred. Okay. Um, who are his acquaintances? Uh, Charlie Sheen? Definitely, yeah. right? Fucking Emilio Estevez or whatever. <laughs> um, Playboy, so you never tied her up? Pen. My biggest question is, why didn't anybody ever ask her that? She can tell them I didn't. But like he knows that she's not, she doesn't want to talk about it, you know? That's and a it's, very tactful way of answering all these questions. Right. And yeah. like you, and it's also it's humiliating. I hate when like people who are mean like that are smart like that. That's fucking right. psychopath shit for sure. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. What were we saying? Oh, so he know he already knows that she's not talking about it in the press. Yeah, she's scared of that fool. Yeah. Um. So in the same interview, Penn acknowledged that law enforcement officers had been summoned to his and Madonna's house that night, but blamed their presence on Madonna and apparently her misplaced fear of of Penn's collection of firearms. So Playboy, what did occur on that last day? Penn, a SWAT team surrounded my house and came in every door. This is interesting because the police report doesn't tell you this. Right. um, A SWAT team came in every door. 
but it happened because on the day that we split up, she developed a concern that she, if she were to return to the house, she would get a very severe haircut. Like, what the fuck is he, he said he was going to shave her head? Like, right. why? Okay. Anyway, Playboy, you mean haircut of head hair? Pen, I think that's what she thought. She took, so she what? took, so she took this concern to the local authorities who came back up to the house. She felt the responsible thing to do would be to inform them since they were coming up there ostensibly to keep her from getting a haircut and to let her gather some personal effects that there were firearms in the house. Playboy, true? Pen? Uh, yes. Playboy, what were you doing when the cops arrived? Pen, eating cereal. <laughs> Should have said what, soup. Uh, what, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of cereal? Uh, I fuck. <laughs> Lucky Charms. We're coming um, to the real nitty gritty <laughs> questions there, me. Uh, Playboy, did they slap you against the wall? Pen. No, they did what they had to do pretty decently, considering that they thought they were coming into a volatile situation with firearms. Playboy. What about the charges Madonna supposedly filed and then withdrew? Pen replies quickly. She never filed any charges at all. They didn't need a search warrant to come in because she was a co-owner of the house. Go down to the DA's office or call them up. There were no charges. I was never arrested. So. We know you weren't the, arrested. That's not what we're asking. Right. Exactly. So this begs the question, like, why did Madonna say that the tabloids made it all up if, according to Penn, like. Yeah, their, Some, their stories don't line up. Their stories don't line up. Exactly. Um, and then I had a oh. conference call before you fucking went into this Playboy magazine <laughs> pen. So, uh, so cut to December 2015. Madonna and court documents spoke publicly about the history of abuse allegations against Penn for one of the first times, claiming that while her relationship with the famously hot headed actor was indeed turbulent, he never went as far as hitting her. Quote. I am aware of the allegations that have surfaced over the years accusing Sean of incidents of physical assault and abuse against me, but Donna testified in an amended complaint. Specifically, I am aware of the allegations concerning an alleged incident that occurred in June 1987, whereby, according to tabloid reports, Sean allegedly struck me with a baseball bat. I know these allegations. I know the allegations in those and other reports to be completely outrageous, malicious, reckless, and false, she continued. I am also aware of allegations against concerning an incident that occurred in December 1989, which purportedly resulted in Sean's arrest for domestic assault and battery against me. I know these allegations to be false. While we certainly had more than one heated argument during our marriage, Sean has never struck me, tied me up, physically assaulted me, and any report to the contrary is completely outrageous, malicious, reckless, and false. She just made this statement? Uh, I'll tell you why she made that statement. Okay. The amended complaint, which included Madonna's statement, was filed by Penn as part of a $10 million lawsuit he brought against Empire co-creator and Oscar-winning director Lee Daniels for comments he made in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. In discussing his Empire star Terrence Howard's long-sorted history of domestic abuse, Daniel said, Terrence ain't done nothing different than, Mar than Marlon Brando or Sean Penn, and all of a sudden he's some sort of fucking demon? That's a sign of the time, of race, of where we are in America right now. Oh. Ooh. So Sean Penn got mad because he was compared to Terrence fucking Howard? Yeah. They're both pieces of shit. Right? <laughs> right? Let's, and let's also- to that. 
And also Lee Daniels, I don't like I don't like how he's saying like uh, like how dare we compare Sean Penn to Terrence Howard? Terrence Howard is the star of a major network show. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, like I'm Empire? sorry, but his it Empire. It's Empire. Yeah, like his fucking his career hasn't suffered too badly because he's a fucking piece of shit wife beater. Yeah, you know. I don't I'm even sorry, know that Terrence Howard drama. Ooh. Oh, it it's so bad. Yeah, it's it's ugly. But like his career hasn't suffered too badly considering everything that he's done so i don't feel I never sorry feel for that badly for most actors or anybody in the entertainment business there's so much money in that business right like just Ugh. lower your expectations of what you want your life to be do one movie and then fucking bounce like if you're right be in the limelight and you want to be a piece of shit and you don't want two fucking girls talking shit about you in a podcast <laughs> don't fucking just- do it do hustle and flow yeah. and bounce. Yeah, he could have had a nice house <laughs> in Ontario, California and lived off that money and that fucking commission forever. In Claremont, Kendall yeah. Jenner would never have gone there. Yep, he could have went to Claremont, California, had himself some granola bowls. <laughs> he would have been good to go. So in Penn's lawsuit, it says, Daniels falsely equates Penn with Howard, even though while he has certainly had several brushes with the law, Penn unlike Howard, has never been arrested, much less convicted for domestic violence, as his ex-wives, including Madonna, would confirm and attest. That's that's scary because I already feel like he has this sort of pull on her, so I feel like she just didn't because right. she's scared of him. And, and mind you, this was like 20 years later. Yeah, seriously, yeah. how embarrassing to still have to talk about it. But then also right. I was just thinking, like how you said Madonna loved any press. Like, so back then, I wonder, like, if she just kind of led people on to believe that it might have been real just because she liked being in the press. I don't know. Oh, so you're you're thinking maybe it never happened? Maybe it never happened. I mean, I, we don't know, right? Like, that's the thing. We don't know. We think we know. But then we've got the cops saying like she that staggered happened. in. That's true. Yeah, right. that's true. Oh, who knows? But we don't so, know what happened, right? We don't know exactly what happened. Right. No, something happened, so, but we don't know what. So attorneys for Daniels recently submitted, and this was um, when I say recently, this was when this article was written. Right. So uh, I don't remember what it was, but anyway, uh, attorneys for Daniels recently submitted 18 separate exhibits, including copies of six articles, scans for three different Madonna biographies, and a reproduction of a Google search for Sean Penn domestic violence, (laughs) (laughs) which give the clear impression separately or combined that Penn has a history of domestic violence. That's some petty uh, evidence that I would throw in. That is so, a Google search, like a straight up screenshot of a Google search. Like, come on. You don't think he had merit to say he said, come on. Uh, so making matters even murkier, murkier is how the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department deals with older police records. Oh, yeah. When the agency was asked for the related incident report, a sheriff named Jim McDonald said the documents dated before 1992 have, quote, been purged from our system in accordance with our retention schedule and are no longer available. Yeah, that happens all the time. He later explained that the agency doesn't even keep track of which records have been purged. Wow. Um, and then in recent years, things have become amicable between Penn and Madonna. The two have been spotted in public on numerous occasions. And in September 2015, she serenaded him with the song he inspired, True Blue, during her Madison Square Garden concert. That's embarrassing. It's uh, have some it's fucking so self-respect. How terrible is this story? Yeah, it's it's horrible. horrible. Um, I do remember that picture a few years ago that came out of the two of them and they're all old and shit. (laughs) 
Right. And it's and it's gross. And I wanted to I wanted to point out like just just a note. Robin Wright. Yeah. Doesn't speak. She doesn't speak to that motherfucker and they have kids. Yeah. She doesn't speak to like, him. She doesn't speak to them. They have to. They have a mediator whenever they need to speak about the kids. So what the fuck did he do to her? They were together for a long ass time, and then they, they broke were together up for and a got minute. Back together. It was she got he was he got with Jewel in between. Did you know yeah, that? No, that's funny. I just <laughs> I just thought of uh, you won't do that's what I was <laughs> Put up the paper. It was pouring rain. Oh, I, fuck, I fuck with some Jewel. Uh, if you think that I'm not listening to Jewel after this, then you got me fucked up. Oh. You know, I am I am for sure listening to Jewel after oh, this. Yeah. And then remember he was engaged to Charlize Theron? Yeah, that was weird too and his relationship. It was with fucking her. weird. It was weird for me he, that she was dating him. Yes. She's too good for him. Yeah. Every, first of all, everyone's too good for first him. First of all, Robin Wright hold, is, on. Robin Wright hold on. Hold on, because the, this is the first time that since we've been recording that I could bring up Third Eye Blind and I you know I got you. <laughs> Okay, I got you. I'm listening. the lead singer of Third Eye Blind oh, was with Charlize Theron. Jenkins, yeah, Stephen Jenkins. Stephen, Stephen Jenkins, and he wrote Stephen. that song for her, the one that's all famous. Do do do. Which one? Do, 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 do. That's about Charlize. It's about Theron? like their breakup. Yeah. Oh my god, I love her. By I the way. love She's... Third Eye Blind. <laughs> I love I love Third Eye Blind too. Uh, but you know, she like when they were engaged, she ghosted it. Like they were straight up engaged, and she just like stopped answering his calls Stephen stopped Jenkins? returning yeah. his text like she just blocked no not Stephen Jenkins Sean Penn what really ghosted that motherfucker when they were engaged so like what the fuck did he do to her I don't know but why and I why read, why don't they speak up like now's the time right yeah right I read something in Vanity Fair that happened at that time like that they had some sort of fight that left her scared I'm sure they're all scared I'm sure Madonna's scared right yeah Ugh, that's terrible and then I'm scared like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know he did Kate Del Castillo super dirty. I hate. I was gonna bring that up when you said. Okay, he I don't. I don't want to get into it because I like Kate Del, Del Castillo deserves deserves her own segment. Yeah. So like, oh. I don't want to get. I don't want to get into what happened between them. But like, it's. I saw her. Did you see her documentary series on? Yeah, Netflix? fuck both of them actually for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck both of them. They're yeah. stupid. So. We'll, we'll leave that for another day. But in conclusion, Sean Penn is a piece of shit. Yeah, piece of but I think, but I think we all yeah. knew that. That's scary. Did he mac on James Franco in Milk? Yeah, he did. He did. And then that's funny that you bring that up because you know that he, like, allegedly the day that he filmed that scene, like he texted Madonna after they had it had been a few years since they had been con- in contact. He texted her and said, like, I um I kissed a boy today and like it made me think of you. I don't know why. What? Yes. Is that a compliment? What is that? I don't I don't know. That what that is. I think that's just one of, <laughs> That's what that's one of those things that like I think he was just looking for an excuse to yeah, talk to her. Yeah, for sure. You know? How bad how bad was that story? Uh, Terrible. Yeah, on a scandalous scale? Whew. On the on the <laughs> it was off the charts. <laughs> on a scale. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll be right back with some quickies. Yeah. So, um, quickly, I just want to say before we go that there's a story going around this week about Jennifer Lawrence. Um, she's doing a lot of press because her movie came out, Red Sparrow or whatever What's the fuck. Red? Do, do you want to no. see that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to see it. My parents but, like on. Oh, they did. Yeah, it my came mom out. It. Yeah, it came out today. <laughs> I want to see it like on video in like I am on video. I want to see it like on Netflix in 
in the year 2021. Oh, okay. Like, you know. Okay, let me know and we'll watch it then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. So the story came out that she said that she dropped out of high school at 14, which is basically a freshman. So she dropped out of high school as a freshman. I read that. And then my favorite thing ever was somebody retweeted it and put, we could have guessed or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we knew. And it does make a lot of sense because she's dumb. I actually don't know enough about her to say like whether or not she's dumb, but like she's annoying. I, she, oh, she's annoying for sure. Yeah, but I don't like. I just don't like her attitude when she was talking about it. Like she was saying, like, like she's so happy that she did it. I'm self educated and like whatever. Like no, you're not. You. Like <laughs> you're fucking self. But that's like um, the you best know, thing you could do is to learn and try to learn and right from other people. You know who else dropped out, like, very, very young? I think at 14 or 15, Beyonce. Oh, and, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, and but I feel like it also it shows in her interviews and the oh, way really? that she... I, I feel like I shouldn't be slandering Beyonce. No, don't slander Beyonce. The Bayhive is coming for us. <laughs> okay, never mind. I didn't and say that. And bees are but... endangered, so they're <laughs> extra feisty right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah I love Beyonce. So yeah, shut up, me. <laughs> <laughs> my B, my my B. I think it's uh, <laughs> it's interesting to me to see her like come out with this obviously information that nobody was asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of u- using it like you said, like as a power thing. Like, oh, I'm self educated and shit. Because yeah. when like rappers say shit like that, or you know, other colored people. <laughs> Uh, please don't say color <laughs> people of color people of color there you go you know when when fuck like even like hispanic people if hispanic people come out and they're like oh you know we dropped out yeah. of high school or whatever it's like kind of mm-hmm. it's obviously looked bad like of course yeah but this little princess white bitch is like i dropped out of high school and everybody's like <laughs> okay <laughs> okay to kill a mockingbird do you, <laughs> do you remember do you remember when we were the other day when we went out and i was trying to remember the name of her fucking movies and like all i could remember was to kill a mockingbird yeah because there's a mockingbird and i like those movies it's funny that i don't like her i was saying this today at lunch with my coworkers. i was like i don't know i don't like her but i i love silver linings playbook i love that movie mm-hmm. and i love those movies um the hunger games Okay. So I'm not I think she's a good actress. Like I'm not mm-hmm. mad at her acting abilities. It's just the way she is or like her persona that she portrays. Like she's clumsy and cute and oh I she's I hate giggly that bullshit. and like I it's the same like it, this could have been a girl in my high school that I would talk shit about. Yeah. You know? And I don't I just, and I I almost want to give her the benefit of the doubt and it's not like I I feel like it's not her fault. I think it's the way that they quotes yeah, like, they are trying to sell her to right, us. they're pushing her in that way right but then every five minutes i'll see like a um like a buzzfeed article that's like jennifer lawrence says she was drunk at the red sparrow premiere like all right then you're just kind of you know you're doing that to yourself right all right yeah, i don't like her yeah that was my little spiel that i heard about this week um you know what i heard about this week our girl stacy dash i don't think we could Congress. call her our girl anymore <laughs> I- no, formerly no, the woman formerly bad. known as our girl. Remember Stacy Dash's Playboy shoot? Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's it it had a big impact on my life in college. Like I think, <laughs> I I think there's a there's a difference in the day before and the day after I saw Stacy Dash in Playboy. She like it was so, very she she's 
beautiful. She's a fucking gorgeous woman. Yeah. And queen. Yeah. She is fucking beautiful and like fucking bay. And and if you're like our age, like you said, like Clueless is so fucking monumental in your adolescence. Mm-hmm. So you love her too in that movie and as a part of that cast. And then she and then she she went away and then she was in the, the Kanye video. And she was in the Clueless show. Do you remember that? It was on Disney. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was in the Clueless yes. show. That's and right. He came back in the Kanye video. See, Kanye always had bomb right. girls in his videos. He sh- he showed. He was dude. the king of that for a minute, dude. I'm she's she makes me so yeah. sad. Like, why why is she why is she like lowering herself? <laughs> to, oh, it's so ugly. And you know what district she would be representing theoretically if she what? won? Watson Compton. Are you fucking kidding me, Stacey Dash? She, Sit your ass she, down. <laughs> she allegedly lives there. What do you think about that? <laughs> the well, don't you have to live there to run? You, y- yeah, you do have to live there. That's yeah. what I'm saying. She allegedly lives in Watts and or Compton. She and or P.O. San Pedro. Box in fucking Watts. <laughs> oh, San Pedro? She might live there. I can see that. San Pedro's nice. Really? I like San Pedro, but I don't think Stacey Dash lives in San Pedro. She might. <laughs> <laughs> the great um, the great Ira Madison III. Do you know who that is? Nope. He, uh, he writes for the Daily Beast. Uh, on his podcast, he said something really funny. He said he would rather have uh, anyone else from the class from the cast of Clueless running for Congress for that seat. Like he'd rather have Alicia Silverstone, Fuck yeah, and or a medium contest contacting the ghost of Brittany Murphy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Brittany R- Murphy. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Yeah. Why did you Sully like Paul Rudd? Ooh, of- I'd vote for him. Oh, you'd vote for Paul Rudd. Fuck vote yeah. For- Vote for Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be a man. Vote, vote for uh, what is what is Stacey Dash's man in that movie? Uh, Omar Donald? Omar Gooding. Donald. Not Gooding. Glover. Oh wait, no wait. <laughs> <laughs> Omar Gooding. Faison. Donald Faison. Donald Faison. Yeah. Also from Scrubs. Yeah, vote for him. That boy is poison. Yeah, that's a great clip. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great clip. Go go oh, seek Google. out um Scrubs. I don't know the Donald, name of his character. Google Scrubs Donald Glover. <laughs> does <Boy>. the dance. <laughs> it's the name of his character does the dance. That's what you need to YouTube. Yeah. And it's do awesome. That. It's, it's worth it. Oh, uh, Zach Braff is it uh right? That <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. He's the one in that show, right? He's the one. Yeah, something like that. I liked Zach Braff when I was a senior in high school because that's when Garden State came out. Gar- oh, you know I love Garden I State. You know I love the shins. Garden State. Yes, <laughs> that movie's so good. That make that movie makes me feel some kind of way if I watch it. I, well, I love Natalie Portman. Me too. I I love the shins. Mm-hmm. Zach Zach Braff, take it or leave him. But like, whatever. No, he was great. Uh, that was a great movie. He wrote it, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he wrote yeah. it. Did he direct it also? He directed it, yeah. Yeah, good for him. That shit's if you have one thing that you're leaving behind and it's scrubs <laughs> and <laughs> gardens day. Did you watch his second movie that he like go funded? Yeah, it was the sequel to Garden State. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, didn't <laughs> Sorry, Zach. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. Okay. Well That's it for today, folks. <laughs> that's all folks go hug your Bloop. family that was <laughs> that was the pop-up video <laughs> bloop um yeah hug your family don't hit anyone in the head with a baseball bat Get your dog um, and be good to each other 
Uh, stay away from Sean fucking Penn. Mm-hmm. However, whatever with your helmet. 